8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. Tell you what, we could have read, uh, we could have spoken to uh, Bonang Mohale for, for two hours, just so many things. But he said he'll come again, okay? Uh, there's some SMSs that he can't get answers. You can't get answers from him, but, but here it is. Ashraf, let's face it, our government needs to tell black people in our townships to pay for services rendered by ASCOM, and ASCOM will be out of the woods, Stephen. I don't, I don't think it's as simple as that. There's big issues of corruption, which has been the bigger problem, don't you think? Um, uh, let's face it, our government needs to tell, let's, no, I got that again, sorry. Uh, that question about the 500,000k from Posasa to Matamela comes from Kwanzi. Okay, couldn't get to that, unfortunately. Uh, evening Ashraf, energetic, inspiring, and evidence-based discourse with Mr. Bonang Malhale. Well done from Dr. Phil Mahuma from Midstream, who still needs to call in one of these days. I've made a note when you're going to do that. Business in South Africa is the only is this the only cause solution to the problems of society? It sounds really one-dimensional thinking. And there's a, a range of uh, tweets as well. If you are still even tweeting about what you like, what's your big takeout? with Bonang Mohale. Just tweet it right now. Do use the hashtag SAFM Viewpoint because I'll pick it up. Buti Mbele saying, I definitely say people should read that book. It was so amazing. I enjoyed every bit of it. Thank you. Um, let me just, and there's another one uh, from Mel Stretch saying, wonderful legacy left over from a useless previous dispensation and everyone expects everything to be fixed in a flash, but there's more around that there. Um, and there's a couple of more people just liking it, um, suggesting we've got, this is a really good, inspiring guest. Um, there was someone I saw earlier on saying that, uh, you know, I'm part of this Champion South Africa project, but Carabo saying, uh, well, uh, Ashraf, thanks to you and the team, always bringing in a Champion South African guest that always inspires and forces us to truly reflect on the life choices we make and the impact it has on our nation. There's certainly more. We'll have a podcast up of that discussion tomorrow morning around nine o'clock. So do look out for that. We're going to get to issues around innovation just now. So if you are an innovator, if you have some ideas, if you want to understand uh, about inventions as well and funding for inventions and patents, then listen out after 9.30. Really important discussion. But how's this for a discussion? Moving on from Bonang Mahale and his thoughts. What about state capture? with specific reference to the ANC. So the question is, is state capture going to weaken the ANC in the 2019 general election? So effectively what I'm asking is, what impact is, has, will state capture and the inquiry and everything else that the fallout, even maybe beyond, have on the ANC in the election and perhaps even beyond that as well? And it's been some dramatic moments we know in the last couple of weeks, right? Sandile Swana is with me. He's a lecturer at the Bits Business School uh, Municipal Finance Program. Sandile, I appreciate you giving off your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, so here's the first question then. Yeah, what, what impact does the state capture, or state capture, not so much inquiry, just the whole concept of state capture, what impact is it having on the ANC in the, uh, in the lead after the 2019 election? The, um, the, 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 I think the, 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 we need perhaps the short answer before we go to the long answer. The short answer is that um, people may want to know the most drastic uh, question is, will the ANC lose the election or not lose the election? Mm. Or will it be dramatically, have a dramatically reduced majority? So the first answer there is that if you look at the, because the 2016 election, 
which revolved around the Nkanja scandal and all those types of things, differences within the ANC about that. It actually, on a national basis, reduced the majority of the ANC and caused the ANC some metros. With particular, the two metros in Johannesburg and uh, Tuane. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it went down to the 50s. When you measure it nationally, the majority of the ANC went down to the 50s. So I would say to you there are two scenarios you have to consider. One is that if the ANC within itself is divided, like it was divided in, in, in 2016, the consequences will be dire for the ANC. Uh, it, it will be dangerous. Uh, they could they could be very close to 50, well, either way, around 50%. But if they maintain total unity, which is which is a very tricky thing, but they've got a good president mm. for that purpose in Sir Ramaphosa. Um, they could, they could, they could uh, maintain a respectable majority. But I don't think we are going to see an ANC as strong as it was during the time of Tabombe. No, not at all. Okay, but, but I mean, the, the bigger question, therefore, would be, well, A, will the ANC lose the election because of the issue around state capture? I think you're suggesting not. They'll at least get 50. But some of the polls suggest that they'll actually get 60, which is very impressive. So the broader question is that, you know, to what degree will, will the overall issue around state capture, you know, impact on the ANC, not just in terms of votes, but in terms of its leadership ability, its credibility, and its ability to continue to, to impact, hopefully, in this case, you're positively for the country beyond. I think that the the even effort is a desperate effort on the part of the business, the ANC itself, and other people to to try and and restore even now in this crisis uh, to restore some form of credibility to the ANC. But if you Google even now, you will see. I mean, I remember the statements by Guatemala saying. The people of South Africa trust us and less and less and less and mm, less. Mm. Now, the the issue is that people can live with you after your dishonesty has been displayed in, in, in full. The, the, the dishonesty of the ANC, the in, lack of integrity of the ANC has been in full display. Over a period of time, so this state capture idea adds to that understanding that, yes, I support the ANC. Yes, the ANC is dishonest. So there is a dealing that actually is very, very difficult to, 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 to cure or to heal. When you have disappointed people to this extent, they will say, okay, it's like, you know, sometimes even in our families, you have a dishonest child, a dishonest husband, a dishonest wife. But we're family. Something of that kind. But how you treat each other will show that there is a problem of lack of trust. Mm-hmm. So that is where the first problem of the ANC is at. That, and you must remember that probably every three months from now, one scandal or the other is going to emerge. And the reason why I'm saying that is that this state capture that is under discussion now is talking about things that happened during the presidency of Kabombeki. You know, the mm, SIU mm, report mm. was investigating things that happened long ago. 
There are things that happen during the time of Kabombegi, and there are other things that happen during the time of Zuma. We have not heard enough about these scandals. There are many, there are many abuses out there that are still going to emerge. Okay. Well, so, so you have that problem. All right, let me just invite uh, listener participations. I want to get your thoughts. The show is called The Viewpoint. I want to know what's yours, male, female, and I really want to up the female callers because I don't think we've got enough, and I think it's just not on. We need to get that 0891104207. If you're going to voice note us, uh, it, it cannot be more than 30 seconds. I promise you, if it's out more than that, we can't. We're not going to play it. Okay, better that you engage us because it allows you to speak to the guest directly. It allows him to respond to you directly. So it's very personal. But if you want to go the voice note route, 30 seconds and not more. Ideally, even 20 seconds, even better with one particular point. Otherwise, 0891104207. And the big question is, what impact will state capture, the inquiry, the whole issue of state capture have on the ANC in the, 18, in the 2019 election, which, as you now know, is imminent it's on our doorstep right what about you may have heard something like myself chatting to bonang mahale early on about uh, this this what some are calling it a surprising relationship uh, between uh, the current the incumbent president Cyril Maposa and the former president uh, zuma what, what do you make of 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 how they've played out at that anc manifesto lodge a couple of weeks back um the, the the relationship between Sir Ramaphosa and, and Jacob Zuma, um, I, I think that, um, first of all, Cyril has got a job to do, and he is doing the job that he's supposed to do. And the job is very simple. The job is to hold the ANC together. At the minimum period, up until the elections are over. Now, what that means is that you have the unity that is based on pragmatism. Zuma and, and other people, and there are many people that have been accommodated in the ANC, people like Tony Yengeni, mm-hmm. who, are, who are from prison, actually from inside of prison, for, for fiddling with government funds and, 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 and messing with, with the, um, violating the, the anti-corruption laws and so on in the country. And they're in the NEC and they are leaders and they are vocalizing things. So when you talk about the United ANC and Cyril and uh, Cyril Ramaphosa and Jacob Zuma probably epitomize that. They are an emblem of that. Where you see that the emerging uh, ANC uh, that is trying to emerge, a new ANC and the old ANC have to be together. And any mistake in that could actually bring them to 50 or less than 50. So Cyril is very pragmatic, and he has to generate a lot of love within himself and love even the rascals within the ANC. And, and, and it, it, it is coming to that for, for the time being. It is coming to that up until there comes a time where the ANC has got to emerge with a totally new philosophy of saying, when we say you are doing the right thing in the ANC, what do you do? Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you're saying that his primary role is to deliver unity uh, into that 2019 election, and, and you believe he's succeeding on that basis so far, right? I, I believe that he is succeeding on that basis, and for that purpose, I think that Cyril is probably the best bet for the ANC in terms of holding them together.
Okay. Holding things that are incompatible together. It's okay. a paradox. What, what about the, the various names being implicated uh, you know, in the past around state capture and now certainly with the, with the Zona Commission on, on the go and there are many names, people in cabinet uh, and other senior people within, within government or the ANC, their names are being thrown about. A, you know, the, the question is, what do you think the president should do about them? Uh, the first thing that you've got to, to accept here is that uh, just simple, in the simplest form, the, the SIU report that is discussed in the state capture uh, inquiry, that report was finished in 2009. Ten years, uh, the people were implicated long before 2009. And the presidency of this country, Treasury, knew about it. The Minister of Justice knew about it. The Department of Correctional Services, the top echelons in the ANC have known about this Bosasa team all this time. They've known about it for the past 10 years, at a minimum. So, so the fact that you and me now uh, become aware of it for, for, you know, because of Zondo, some of us mm. were not even reading the newspaper, who are becoming, they have been aware of this all along. Um, and there are many such uh, 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 scandals, other scandals, that have been away for a long time. Even this Zuma trial that is coming up now, these are things that go back to the arms deal. And in the arms deal, there are many top ANC leaders who are implicated and who are still going to be implicated once this thing Zuma, Zuma trial starts. So, okay. So, but yeah, carry on. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying to you is that you must understand that there are things that are new to you as a member of the public, but that are not new to, to the leadership of the ANC. So what then happens is that as they negotiate their unity, they are negotiating even those things, because they've known about these things uh, all this time and accommodated each other. For instance, it was Tabon Deke who authorized the payment for Zuma's trial, for Zuma's criminal offenses in, in the arms deal. He was paying, he authorized it, and there's no legal basis why he authorized that. So there's a sort of, you must not always think that so-and-so is so-and-so's enemy, this and the other. These people, they come from a long way, a way, way back. And there are certain things that they do together. And there are certain accommodations amongst themselves that they put in place. So, so you need to, to distinguish between your perspective as the public and their own internal perspective. Now, the people that we say are implicated now, and we must answer that these people have been right. implicated. I tell you what, you know, hold, hold your thought on, on the implication part, because I, I want to just I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, but I also want to a invite people listening in to say, besides just listening, you can call in. Besides voice notes, so oh eight nine one one zero four two seven. If you're calling in, uh, if you if you wish to go the voice note route, that's fine. 30 seconds maximum, ideally 20 seconds, 0614-104-107. But tweet us as well, okay? Hashtag SFM Viewpoint, and then you take me, Ashraf Ganda, and SFM Radio. More to come on this issue about state capture, and will it weaken the ANC in the 2019 election, meaning what impact is it having, will it have on the ANC, the ruling party, in the 2019 election with my guest, Sandy Leswana. Athletics run in the blood of the Sipings family. This week on Playing for the Coach, we are getting up close and personal with Mzamo Samuel Sipeng, a brother to athletics hero Ezekiel Sipeng. The year 2018 was a game changer for Samuel's career. 
as he became Casta Semenya's coach and SA Sport Awards Coach of the Year. The target was taking over as head coach, come up with a mentality of one my own times because those ones not belong to me. Catch Samuel Sepeng this Sunday at 2.30pm on SABC1. Brought to you by SABC Sport for the love of the game. We've all heard of drug mulling, but now there's also money mulling. A system where criminals offer consumers tempting financial rewards just to use their bank accounts to transfer funds, often across the borders. And by the time you, the consumer, realize you've been part of a criminal act, it will be too late. For more on this, don't miss Ilungelo Lako on Monday at 12 midday. The show repeats every Thursday at 11 p.m. on SABC One. At SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. Right, more to come around the issue of uh, state capture, but we've asked for people to call in. I'll get to him doing in a moment. Here's a, here's a voice note. Good evening. Um, I do believe that uh, the state capture um, will, will affect uh, the ANC negatively. But I, I still believe that the ANC will win the election based on the fact of our grandmothers and, and fathers, they believe that if they don't vote um, um, for the ANC, um, they will lose their ground. So which is, um, it wa- it's working on the, on the favor of the ANC as well. Working on the favor of the ANC, they cannot move from the original position. You see, the problem that most people have with that is, isn't that what happened with apartheid South Africa? So many people... I mean, the differences are pronounced. One obviously delivered freedom. The other perpetuated divide. But those people who did the divide also felt the same way about what they were doing. Say, these people are protecting our culture. Uh, more calls. Mdu on the line from Peter Marisberg. Hello, Mdu. Yes, good evening. Good evening. Go ahead. Uh, I will agree with the, with the host notes. Uh, I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm really confused. I don't know why. South Africans, voters, still vote for the ANC. This government of the ANC is useless. Everything they do, it's about their stomach. They don't care about the people on the ground. We are suffering, suffering. There must be justice, one justice. All those who still demand, because we are the taxpayers. When you go to the shop and buy a bread, there's a tax there, you pay a tax. But people, they don't get it. I don't know why. Why they are still voting for the ANC? I don't know why. I really, okay. I, I, Pe- yes. People don't Thank get you. it. Thanks for that call, uh, Mju. Let's get Sandile Swana's thoughts. People don't get it. I think it's an interesting call we had. Response to that? Yes. Um, I, I, I think the, it's, uh, um, it's very difficult Um the, one of the, the answers you can say is that, you know, the, the, the ANC that we see out there, some of us associated with the ANC of Albert Lutuli, the ANC of Oliver Tambo, the ANC that took from us the largest burden of our lives, which is apartheid. And we don't see any other party as voters that is comparable to the ANC in terms of that credential. So I cannot, in my, on my part, be able to see any other um, reason why people would vote for the ANC other than that, uh, that overwhelming uh, memory uh, of, of the likes of uh, Oliver Tambo and, and the struggle against apartheid. 
because the actions that have been taking place uh, over the past 25 years, some of them are still secret. Some of them, those reports have not yet been published. Um, do not necessarily correspond with the ideals that uh, most of us had. So, so it's a legacy issue that is holding back. But you must also understand that there are two dimensions, two issues that are going to kick in here. The first one, the IEC has already said they are going to have one million voters added to the voters' roll this year, meaning that young people are coming in almost now at the rate of close to a million per year into the into the voters' roll, at least either per year or per election, as the case may be. But that change in the demographic of people who did not learn life to under apartheid, under the struggle, and so on, is increasing. Number two, the middle class is starting to be frustrated. The inter, 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 mm. intellectuals mm. of South Africa are starting to be very frustrated with the ANC. So it, it is going to be a longish process over the next five to ten years, but it is a process that is coming. Okay, we'll see. Let's get another call. Uh, Our Bakwe from Taung. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Hello. Good evening, how are you? I'm good indeed, thanks. Yeah, go ahead. Good, uh, it's only a short uh, point that I want to say on that. You know, in the ANC, my brother, there's one thing that I've seen. Like, uh, I can say, most of them, they are living in a glass house. So they don't want to throw stones. So once one throws stones, it's difficult, you understand? So, but uh, let us leave things go on, but the truth will come out and age is going to suffer the consequences. I thank you. Okay, got that. Uh, Sandila, you, want, you may want to respond to that. I mean, I, ANC suffering I, the consequences, yeah? I, I, I didn't hear the question or the comment well. Well, I, I think that just a bit at the end, ANC will suffer the consequences. So maybe, maybe let's pick up on this, right? Uh, what do you think of the, you know, the public? Forget like there's the ANC and then there's the voting public. Do, do you think the voting public will remain critical um, of, of how it, what appears to be that the, the country has been undermined because of issues of state capture and poor leadership within the ANC specifically? Or do you think ultimately they will still vote ideologically because because being a supporter of the ANC would be like how people support their football clubs or rugby teams. Like, you know what, you have to support them no matter what, which means that they will be angry about certain things, they'll be upset, they'll be disappointed, but come what may, there's no way they would, they would vote against them. Um, I, I do not think that the, the support of the ANC is, it can be compared to the support of Orlando Pirates. Uh, or the support of Kaiser Chiefs, something like it's, it's not like that. Why? Uh, why? Why is why is the difference? Tell me. Well, I want to explain that. You you, you must remember that um, in in South Africa, uh, you know the if you look at the DP, you remember there was a party called the DP mm. when we started in the first election. There was a party called the DP. It started with. Less than 2% of the vote. Today, it is the official opposition. It has been growing over time. The EFF came out of the ANC, and it is clear to everybody that the EFF is able to, 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 to improve bit by bit in terms of its support. So, uh, so people do change allegiances in politics. We see floor crossings. We've seen in the past there used to be, you know, the, the floor crossings and so on and so forth. So 
the, the, there is that. And also the, the thinking, the overall thinking in society um, uh, uh, is changing. For instance, you know, you, you saw a big move amongst the students, such as the Roads Must Fall movement. The Roads Must Fall movement was not an ANC initiative, but it was an impactful movement. So there's a lot of things that are saying not all the best ideas, not all the ideas that we need to move forward are already resident in the ANC. So that is the, the, the next 10 years is going to be about that, where people are saying, We've seen unemployment growing drastically in the time of the government of the ANC. Now we need some people who are going to come up with new ideas, and people who have ideas that have been proven to be failures need to be challenged. You know, we, we, we used to accept the ideas that come from the ANC, almost ideologically, as you call it, and I even call it superstitiously sometimes. It was the gospel truth that came to the ANC. I think people are starting to see that it is not the gospel truth that comes from the agency. Mm. So those uh, are the dynamics that are going to be explained. Okay. Let's get to, let's get a call from Cape Town. Colin, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Ashra. Good evening to you. Good evening indeed. Ashra, they can, um, they can talk as much as they want to. The ANC will still come into power for the next, as I think it was Zuma said, till Jesus comes back. You see, Ashra, the problem is the EFF and DA they are fighting now, fighting now the ANC, which they, can, they know they cannot win it. Because if you take our population, our voting population, especially in the rural areas, those people don't even know what state capture is, who is doing wrong or who is doing this. It's actually sort of brainwashed from 1994. ANC, ANC, ANC. And once you come into that stage... You're an ANC, you belong to the ANC, you remain an ANC, no matter what they do. The, um, the, the population, the rural population is so gullible. So, I don't know how why do you the say the rural population? Don't you think the whole population can be gullible? If you look at how people have voted for the, for let's say, let's say parties that could be seen as corrupt, they've also voted for apartheid South Africa. Correct. So there's many of that correct. here. Okay, correct. Colin, let's get let's get a response. You raise an interesting point, however. Thank you for that call. Right, uh, Sandila, let's talk about that. The issues of the le- the lack of knowledge, especially in rural people who may not even know about state capture and the gullible, as as Colin has said. I mean, how 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 accurate is it? No, that, that view is not accurate. I mean, you know, I went to a party uh, on the East End here in Houghton, in, in the Duza Township, in the township, right there in the township. And I'll use two examples of this. And, and, and basically, we're sitting there with guys from the township. You know, these are not highly educated people or anything like that. And one of them says, you know, um, these prisoners... Uh, uh, you know, are robbing us. In other words, they, 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 he put it in the township language. I'm trying to translate this, but the the, the way that he's saying that these guys from Robben Island are big robbing us of our of, of the nation's wealth. You know, they are driving Ferraris, they are driving this, and they come from prison. You know, so that's a crude way of putting it. But you know, people can see that these guys are actually getting an unfair show of what is supposed to be gotten. And I went to a funeral in the town 
When their funeral in the transfer, I was amazed by the preaching of the preacher from the village. Mm. And he was talking about the, the this crash materialism and the creed of the leaders of the Ulmans. So you must not think that people cannot see. But what is needed is that they want to now see what is the alternative. Somebody has got to present a credible way forward. It's not that they cannot see. The one that says they cannot see is not accurate. Okay, Let, let's we give, give us a final thought in terms of what's what's the one thing, however, around state capture, ANC election twenty nineteen, that you'd be like you'd be looking out for, like one particular trend. I, I think the the, the 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 biggest trend that the ANC itself is looking for, and probably the EFF and the DA are looking for. Um, I I think that they could be. Certainly in the province of Gauteng, although they've not stated it explicitly, I think they'll be probably looking to get a coalition government in, in Gauteng, which will signal to them that the impact they had in 2016 is sustainable. Um, so that will be a big indicator to the, to the nation as a whole, that there's now a shift politically. Okay. The second trend you'll be looking for is whether overall in the nation as a whole there's any detectable decline in the overall vote of the ANC. Okay, and that's where we're going to leave it because anything more we're just speculating. We shall certainly see what happens. Thank you for your time, Sandile Swana, the lecturer at the Vitz Business School Municipal Finance Program. Appreciate your input. Thank you so much. Thank you indeed. Right.